This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show today, for callers in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva number is 262-729-4128. For callers in Illinois, our McHenry office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free to check us out on our website, www.kramerinvestmentservices.com, spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. And on our website, you can click on both the media library and radio tabs to view the past couple of podcast shows that we've done. And for subscribers to Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you can view all of our past shows. Feel free to reach out to us if you want to schedule a face-to-face meeting, a Zoom meeting, or if you just have questions. We're here to help. So our topic today is on inflation-proofing your retirement. Uh, Inflation has been up quite a bit over the past year. In fact, the last week's reading of the consumer price index was seven and a half percent. That is the highest it's read in 40 years. Uh, We've seen some big spikes in cost to used cars and trucks up over 40%. Gas prices are up over 40%. We see meat, poultry, fish, and eggs pricing up over 12%. New vehicles up 12%. Electricity up 11%. We're just seeing high prices across the board. And this puts a lot of pressure, particularly on retirees. How do you keep your investments up to date? Um, How do you keep your income up to date to keep pace with these higher costs of living? So we're going to talk about that today. But before we do, I want to introduce you to uh, my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you? Oh, the crowd's going wild. I love it. That's awesome. Tony, did you um, enjoy watching the Super Bowl yesterday? I did. I did. I really did. You know, it was fun. Uh, I thought it was a good game. Um, you know, there were a couple of bad calls on each side of the ball, but overall, I, I knew it would be close. I thought it would be close, and I thought the Rams would win, although, you know, they didn't play the greatest in the second half. I was surprised that it wasn't a higher scoring game, that it was more of a defensive game than offensive game, but Overall, I enjoyed the whole thing. I even liked the halftime show, which I didn't think I would. But, you know, I'm not I'm just that's not my genre of music, hip hop. But I thought they did a good job. And so I was pleased overall. Now, Tony, we had a bet on the game and you just claimed before our show today that you didn't remember at all making that bet with me. Uh, yeah, and you owe me I, picked, 20- I picked the Rams by three. No, that and- was me. I picked the Rams by three and you're the one that forgot that. Let's be honest with the listeners out there. That's for sure. Uh, I don't actually, remember it that actually, way at all. I think you took the Lions. I don't understand 
I I took I took the uh, the Packers and you were you were saying that the Vikings were going to be in, but I was like Tony, the Vikings are never in the uh, Super Bowl, uh, but funny. maybe maybe next year. I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. Yeah, it. we'll see. We got a new coach and a new GM on the Vikings, so uh, we'll see how we do. Um, well, it sounds like you've got a great show lined up for us. Uh, I think it's a, it's a good one. And obviously inflation is on everyone's mind right now because, you know, we thought maybe it would be going back down by now, but it, it's going to stay and it's continued to rise a bit. So that's a little scary for some people. And I think we're all wondering, especially if we're headed into retirement, we're planning for retirement or already in retirement. It's like inflation can take a big bite out of our retirement funds, can it? Yes, it can. And the Federal Reserve is noting this as well, Tony. Right now, the federal funds rate, this is the rate that the federal fund, the Federal Reserve can manipulate, has that rate at 0%, which means banks can borrow money really with no cost. So it's designed to push uh, spending and it's designed to increase uh, debt. We're seeing more debt from both the, the with the federal government, uh, commercial uh, uh, businesses, so to speak, mm-hmm. and individuals. This it's the highest amount of debt we've had since two thousand and seven. Now the Federal Reserve is wanting to change this, especially with inflation's rise, to try to slow that down by raising interest rates. In fact, they we feel, I guess there's a consensus that. Interest rates are not just going to rise a little bit. There's going to be a rather large jump next month in the federal funds rate to a half a percent, which doesn't seem like much, but normally they only do this in a quarter percent increments. And uh, the expectation with it going to half a percent is causing a lot of uh, nervousness with the stock market. And we're seeing that as well in the bond market. So right now we're in negative territory for the year. With the Dow Jones and the and the S and P five hundred down around seven percent for the year, Nasdaq down over ten percent. Uh, this this is we're in sort of correction territory. So what do we do? I mean, there's there's plenty of options still available as to where you can make money, but it is more limited than say it was last year. Well, yeah, and so it really does it does wreak havoc on certain types of funds that people have especially if they're in a non-growth account that isn't going to keep up with inflation. And I think inflation, it's uh, what, 5.9% is the official inflation. Oh, no, that's the number that um, that the so the COLA adjusted Social Security by 5.9%, which was the biggest increase since 1980, the 1980s. Uh, but we're seeing about a 7% inflation rate, which is the biggest rate since the 1980s, right? Yeah, and then this just this past month, last week, in fact, the government came out and said the consumer price index reading now is seven and a half percent. So it was even more than the seven percent reading we had in January. So there's a concern that this is going to be ongoing. If this is temporary, then you know we're going to be fine. But if this keeps going, you know, into next year, um, yeah, there's going to be a price to pay for this. And so uh, what I wanted to do was to give some of our listeners options for what they should consider. And this is not a, this is exactly what you should do type of meeting. Um, This could be done more gradually, um, but whatever you do, if you have a financial advisor, definitely listen in on what they have to say. I'm having these discussions a lot 
with my clients. And when things are not going necessarily too well in the stocks or bonds market, this is really where your advisor can differentiate him or herself. Uh, you have to do double duty when you're in a down market. When everything's going great, it's, you know, it's wonderful. Um, but when things are not going well, what is your advisor doing? So I'm going to go over this with, um, with you, just giving some general advice, not here's an actual plan of action that you should take. So I want to make sure the listeners understand the difference with that. Well, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I really want to make sure that we do understand there's a lot of ins and outs. Uh, and uh, what are some of the things then let's go into this a little more so we can hedge it, learn what we can do to hedge against inflation. Okay. Well, there, today there was an article from the wall street journal called there's no perfect way to inflation proof your investments. There's no perfect solution here. Uh, there's a number of options of what you can do and everything has a positive and a negative side to it. Social security should be one topic that's brought up. And one straightforward way to inflation protect your retirement is to delay claiming Social Security if you can do that. So if you're thinking of taking Social Security early, there's quite a penalty to take long term where your benefits are going to be reduced. Initially, you start your benefits early, but in the long run, especially with inflation's effect, you're not going to keep up as much with inflation versus if you start your benefit later on. So if let's say they gave out another 5.9% increase to Social Security, um, the actual dollar increase off of a smaller Social Security amount that you get is less than the same 5.9% increase off of the higher benefit you're going to get down the road. So waiting, not only do you get a 6 to 8% gain for each year you delay your Social Security benefits, but the actual cost of living adjustments that they give are actually more meaningful when you start from a higher dollar amount. That's one option to consider. Now, there's many things to also consider with Social Security as far as your health, um, your age at that particular time, your other income needs. You know, where, where's your other money that you can lean on while delaying for Social Security? And uh, sometimes it's your value. If you feel that, you know, longevity isn't on your side and or if you really feel like you just need to start taking your benefits soon because you're worried about Social Security in the future, you know, those are other things to consider. But my general advice is uh, that could be one way to help out in the long run. And besides that, I still think no matter what, regardless of what we hear about Social Security, it's going to be around because it has to be around. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's around. It has to be. So I think they're going to keep Social Security going. But again, will the colas be enough? And do colas keep up with actual inflation? They typically don't, um, unfortunately. So you, you do have to plan for inflation when you're coming up with an overall financial plan, especially as it relates to your retirement income. I mean, obviously, that's a big part of what you do for your clients and, and a part of the plan you put together for them, correct? That's right. And then let's talk about the next option, I-bonds. I-bonds are inflation protection bonds. Um, they can be held for upwards of 30 years, but they can be redeemable after one year. Uh, they do have uh, uh, no tax for state or for local taxes. And right now you can purchase an I-bond on treasurydirect.gov that will give you a 7.12% rate of return, which is very rare. Uh, and, and to have anything that could guarantee you that. 
that type of interest rate. And as long as interest rates are high, or excuse me, as long as uh, inflation is high, uh, the I-bond is going to be a very attractive investment vehicle. Now, it readjusts every six months. So if inflation drops quite a bit, you're going to have a reduced interest rate for that six-month period of time. But you can get out after one year. So to me, it's fairly liquid in that it's redeemable after 12 months. You can only put in up to $10,000 an individual. But if you're married, both you and your spouse can put in up to $20,000 a year. And you can keep doing so on a regular basis basis. Um, it's very popular right now because of inflation, but for a number of years, this was not a really good uh, type of investment to have. So that's option two here. And then this, the, there's a third one here, but I'm, I'm not going to recommend this next one. Uh, it's supposed to be for when inflation is high. They're called TIPS or inflation, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities, and they tend to do pretty well in a high inflationary period of time. But as I'm checking performances of exchange-traded funds that track uh, tips right now, they're down about as much as the overall bond market, about 3% to 4% for the year. Whereas last year, uh, tips were up between 5 and 6% per year, which did way better than just about any other type of bond uh, performance. Uh, but right now, we're kind of at a high, high point and if inflation doesn't go higher than 7.5%, uh, then there's really not going to be any gains to tip investors. And if it drops below 7.5%, well, then you're, you're losing market value. The only way to redeem your actual principal, the amount of money you put into it, is to hold it for 30 years. Or there's other types of tip offerings, but you have to own it through the duration of the term. And that's where that could be a rather unattractive uh, long-term benefit. Yeah. Yeah, that that's true. So uh, there are a lot of uh, tools and strategies out there to hedge against inflation, uh, but you have to be careful. Uh, the answer isn't putting everything at risk, is it? No. And it's also uh, would be a wise thing not to completely turn your retirement investment strategy on its head because right now we have inflation. Sure. But there's subtle things we could do. Um, you know, stocks traditionally in high inflationary periods of time, when inflation is over 5%, does not tend to do very well. But there's certain types of stocks generally that do better than other stocks in inflation, and that would be one energy stocks. You know, for years, we saw the energy market underperform. But with high inflation, generally, like the past year, we just saw uh, energy costs rise by a significant amount for gas over 40%. Well, those big energy companies tend to do better because they make a percentage off the price of oil. And that could in turn mean uh, a pretty good time to own energy stocks, whereas the last couple of years prior to that, it wasn't very, very attractive. And another type of stock would be natural resource stocks. Those tend to regularly do better in high inflationary periods of time. So there's certain areas of the stock market we can spend a little more or put a little more emphasis on uh, compared to other types of stocks that are uh, tend to struggle in high inflationary periods. Sure. Yeah. And so... Uh, obviously, you want to have somebody who's actively managing and, and watching these things. That's why you need to work with a financial services professional. So before we go on, let's let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that no charge consultation. There's no charge. There's no obligation. 
to really get started on a financial plan? Yeah, um, you know, callers in Wisconsin, our number is 262-729-4128. In Illinois, it is 815-331-8096. You know, feel free to reach out to us. We can set up a one-on-one meeting. Uh, This is a good time to start going over your overall financial plan, not just with inflation's effect, but there's a number of things that we need to look into. Taxes, you know, certainly there's there's been a lot of government spending. That tends to mean higher taxes down the road, and not just for those who make over $400,000 a year. But Tony, I do want to mention two other things that um, investors can look to in times of uh, high inflation, and that would include what we call REITs, real estate investment trusts, real estate prices. Well, the one thing that a real estate investment trust can do is they can charge higher rents within their portfolio in times of rising costs. And that tends to help out uh, with more people tending to go into these real estate investment trusts. We, we tend to see a more of a uptick in the portfolio performance of these REITs. And that's an area where we can look to put a little more of our emphasis on. So if we're looking to kind of cherry pick a little more of the stock market, well, we can even delve into what we call alternate investments. And we talked about that last week with structured notes. Structured notes are a good option. REITs can be an option. And one other thing, commodity investments are back in play now. Whereas for well over a decade, with inflation being incredibly low, uh, we were actually in a commodities depression. It was very, very difficult to make money. Well, today on the New York Stock Exchange, you can invest in managed commodity type of funds. And there's one fund that I've been tracking for a number of years. This year, it's up 4%. Now, we have a stock market that's down you know, well over 5 to 10%, depending on which index reading we're looking at. You know, This is an area where, in, a, in times of rising inflation, commodity type of investments, and I don't mean going out and taking huge risks, but you can go into a more volatility-controlled commodities fund that's managed. It's very uh, systematic in how it operates. And it tends to reduce some of the typical ups and downs you see in the commodities market. That could be an area where a little more emphasis into that could be helpful for even retirees. But you never want to put a lot of your money into something like that, but just a portion of it. And the last thing to mention is the precious metals market. And typically, you know, well, gold, silver, it's very speculative. There's no rhyme or reason why gold tends to go up sometimes. Um, it's not always about supply and demand. It's about nervousness over you know, the country that you're in. It's mainly the U.S. They look to throughout the world as the safe place. And if we see the U.S. struggling, well, then we, set, we tend to see a fall in the, the uh, U.S. dollar abroad. And when we tend to see that, we, we see the price of gold and silver tend to go up. This year, year to date, we have gold prices up about 3%. And again, this is going positive, whereas the rest of the stock market and the bond markets are going down. So this is where we can do some subtle adjustments to help soften the blow. But I think in the long run, our best play is to take the long road. And that is um, don't completely turn your retirement portfolio on its head, but make subtle adjustments. Rely upon your financial advisor if they're not coming up with good solutions uh, to where we can put your money to help in times of trouble, well, then you should be talking to someone else. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think it's really important that people understand the importance of needing a plan in place. Uh, we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, James? No, uh, no. And, but just uh, I want to mention again to our callers, you know, feel free to reach out if, you know, we're not a, a pressure sales organization. If you just have some general questions and want to get some help, you know, we're here to do that. All right. Thanks, Jim. Uh, what's that phone number one more time? Wisconsin callers 262-729-4128. Illinois callers 815-331-8096. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramer Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.